Hey everybody, welcome back into another edition of Rapid Recap here at Inside Nebraska. He's Greg Smith, I'm Zach Carpenter, and today we spoke with Matt Rule for uh, roughly 30 minutes, a little less than a half hour for his usual Monday press conference, this time to kick off Michigan week. Uh, a couple updates, just rapid fire off the bat. Um, Jeff Sims and Hiram Harburg, uh, Husker quarterbacks, sounds like they'll both, uh, they're both still um, on the mend, I guess. Well, mm -hmm. Sims is still on the mend, trying to get back to full health. And Harburg, uh, he missed the last 839 after mm -hmm. the lightning delay. Um, and or he last, missed the last uh, last portion of the win over Louisiana Tech after the delay. Sounds like everything's gonna be fine there uh, with Harburg, but um, remains to be seen. Rule said he would see how he, how he does at practice on Tuesday. Same with Sims. Um, but Luke Reimer is the other. Yeah. He's the only keynote injury um, after after week four, which is uh, welcome reprieve to only have one injury <laughs> right, to talk after about that last week, after yeah. last week. Um, uh, Rule said after in the post game on Saturday that didn't think it was long term or serious. Today though, he did say that Reimer was questionable, so they may be without one of their core defensive pieces when they welcome in uh, Michigan's. Michigan's rushing offense. Yeah, you're probably not the greatest uh, spot. You don't want, in this position Nebraska's in, you don't want any injuries on that defense, especially with how well they've been playing and the rotation they've got going. Um, but to have your top linebacker be questionable when you're facing that rushing attack is probably not great. Uh, but we'll see. He said he didn't think it was long term. We'll see. I, I don't think he specified the injury, um, which he does, no, a very, he, he does a very good job of that. Yeah. If you ever notice, like it feels like he talks about it. And then we go back and we're like, wait a second. He actually yeah. <laughs> didn't say. Um, and that happened again uh, with Luke Reimer. So, yeah, hopefully Luke's OK um, long term. And we'll see if he can get out there uh, against Michigan. Yeah, sometimes when the, the uh, hecticness of a press conference, which doesn't seem probably on the outside like it should be that hectic, yeah. but internally it's all it's, it's a lot all, happening. All a lot happening in each one of our brains where there's five different things going, and then sometimes you miss, like, yeah. Ryan, wait, did he say that? Did he specify that injury? Like, uh, you could miss Because I don't think he specified the Harburg injury. No, I don't think it's I, just I been. It's just been. It's just been. Yeah, Dima's tightened something. Tightened yeah. up, which I guess it, it it makes sense though, coming off of that long break. Um, and it and it also makes a ton of sense to be kind of abundantly cautious about that, given their overall quarterback situation and how well the QB run game or how big the QB run game has factored into what they have to do. That's going to have to be a part of it going forward. So you need them to be healthy. Yeah, and um, on the Luke Reimer point, I mean. This, this Husker defense had struggles with, with tackling for the first time, really, yeah. uh, throughout the first four games. I mean, I know they were marked for, like, 14 missed tackles against Colorado, but I think, like, six of them came on two plays when uh, when Travis Hunter got in space or Jimmy Horn got in space. But um, on Saturday against Louisiana Tech, they had some missed tackles, um, one specifically on right here in this corner of the end zone when yeah. Quentin Newsom and Makai Bear both um, both missed a tackle on Louisiana Tech's first touchdown of the game, and that's what you could be. That's what I think they missed uh, on Saturday. Once Reimer went out, it was uh, another short, short tackler and leader of that defense. Um, it's something that you could be missing for Michigan, which will have Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards, one of the best, if not the best, offensive line in the country, 49th ranked rushing offense right now. But uh, Rule did say, did mention. Um, he emphasized Nick Henrich and uh, the fact that he's sort of getting on a roll. 
Yeah, and he, he's coming back and been very healthy here. And has played pretty well, um, too. Um, Javen Wright has also, you know, it, the, the good thing about what they have been doing with the defense and rotating guys like Wright in, he's played a lot of snaps this season, mm -hmm. right? So it wasn't when he went in for Reimer, it wasn't the first time um, that he had seen action all season, um, which is, I think, something that we'll see unfold as the season goes on. The early season rotation and what we saw will pay dividends later when guys actually can just kind of plug and play and get in there. Um, but that's still kind of a tall order to ask him to come in and replicate what Reimer can do against this particular rushing offense. Yeah, I mean, this is a game you mentioned for the later season games, those early rotations, and this sort of just uh, jumped to my mind, was those first four games, one of the biggest reasons for those heavy rotations, among uh, many others, was preparing them for October and November, those championship months, right. as Tony White uh, labeled them. But games like this against Michigan, against the number two ranked team in the country that's bringing uh, uh, rough and tumble ground and pound type offense with a really talented quarterback, um, in, in the Memorial Stadium, these are the type of games of why you did that, had those rotations right. in the first four games. Right, and now those guys that are coming in have confidence that they, hey, at least they have confidence, but they also have kind of like um, intelligence about the defense, right? It's mm -hmm. not the first time they're getting out there against those guys, so now they kind of got gotten their feet wet and know what to do. Um, so hopefully they're then able to hit the ground running. That's going to be really, as you think a little bit about the game, like the, the key to me, or the thing that I'm most looking forward to seeing, how does this defense hold up as they've performed very well to this point? I, I, know, I don't want to quite call it like this huge test for them because on one hand, it is a big test. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, it's the number two team in the country. We're not expecting <laughs> Matt Rule in year one to be able to go out there and stuff Michigan right now. At least I don't think reasonable people are <laughs> expecting that. Um, there's somebody out there watching this that does. Um, but it will be a nice measuring stick to see how much farther they have to go. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's a good point. Yeah. And the measuring stick, it's like... Uh, blueprint game. The word blueprint yeah. is what Matt Rule used when talking about Michigan. He said uh, he was just asked about the fact that first off, Nebraska is number one in rush defense, number six in rushing offense. He talked about that, and Michigan has similar a similar style, similar groundwork of we defend the run really well and we run the ball really well. That's how it's been the past two years when they've won Big Ten championships, mm -hmm. made college football playoff appearances. The same way this season with with Jim Harbaugh. Um, who will be back for his second game of the season after that three-game suspension. But he after did. he missed those tough games. Huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Bowling Green and uh, Southeast Louisiana Tech State A&M. Um, but with, uh, with, with Michigan, I, I can't remember. I should have asked you this off camera, but maybe we don't have to get in specific. Okay. I swear that uh, it might have been Mickey Joseph who talked about they're the blueprint. For a team last year, there was a team coming in can't remember who it was he, he talked about it might have been Wisconsin coming in I feel like it maybe was it Michigan. was Michigan again. I feel like it was Michigan because yeah. I, I remember writing something about Michigan being the blueprint for what Nebraska needed to become that's right and, this is, the, before, yeah. and this is before you know we knew about Matt Rule or anything like that so it, it actually makes me feel good about what I my opinion of it when Matt Rule basically said that they're the blueprint um, because it is exactly what Nebraska wants to be like when you look out this Saturday um, and you see Michigan, that's what Nebraska ultimately wants to look like. They want to have big, strong, physical offensive lines. They want to have a couple of really good running backs, a quarterback that they can depend on, and some weapons on the outside. Michigan really has all of that. And then, oh, by the way, that defense is really good as well. <laughs> like, it's exactly what Nebraska wants to build under Matt Rule. Like, it, it really is kind of a, it's an interesting look ahead into what you hope this thing ends up becoming.
And, yep. by the way, Matt Rule mentioned that I think that this should not be forgotten, that this did not happen overnight for Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, right? right? It was, like, yeah, how many different times did we think Jim Harbaugh was going to get fired or resign or leave to go to the NFL because he wasn't making it at Michigan? Um, so that's another, just another point in the direction, just like Florida State and Mark Norvell and some others around the country, patience is sometimes needed. And the, it's, a, it's a crazy sliding door moment when, in 2020 when Michigan and Ohio State were set to play, and that was right after the – Ryan Day, we're going to hang a hundred on your ass comments <laughs> yeah. um, on the, the Big Ten's coaches uh, uh, off record yeah, phone call, call that um, that they allegedly told Harbaugh um, and Ohio State was going to run them off the off the field that year. Michigan did not have a team at all that year capable of sticking with Ohio State. And Ohio State was going to put up and it was going to try to put up a 70 burger on them. And that would have that would have put Jim Harbaugh, who's already on the hot seat, yeah. on a burning fire hot seat, and maybe he's not out, but it looked like it was trending that direction. And then that game gets canceled. Harbaugh, the next year, he makes these offseason changes, yeah. implements these um, these new foundations or new uh, um, new tentacles to the program. Yeah, that was a weight room. They, re they totally overhauled all of their strength training. I remember reading about that, and it was just incredible, the stuff that they were doing with their offensive line, which is now, like you said, the best in the country, um, or one of the best. It, it was, it's an amazing turnaround. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's wild to that one off season that led into, um, into 2021 against Ohio State, last year against Ohio State, and now they're a, a national title contending team for the third straight year. And like Ohio State's taking a shot at Lou Holtz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're, uh, we're having angry Ryan Day on, uh, getting a little emotional after the game. And fired up. Well, that was a hell of an interview, though. I like. I actually enjoyed seeing the. But little it fire. really was about what we're talking about. I think that it's not about. It wasn't the about Lou Holtz. It was about this toughness thing that we're talking about. What Matt Rule and Tony White and Marcus Satterfield talk about all the time about building here with the toughness of the football team. It's what Jim Harbaugh did at Michigan, and it's what people have just like openly accused Ryan Day of not doing. So I understand, kind of, you know, how right. they got there. And with with the toughness factor, with the Michigan blueprint, it seems like um, the Brad right now has more of the Iowa 2022 model yeah. right now or Minnesota where probably not as anemic as Iowa's offense last year but and this maybe year they still got two more points than Iowa yeah so <laughs> yeah the, I, the, Iowa, yeah. the Iowa 25 point the drive to 325 I think is what they're calling it <laughs> yeah. um, 325 total points they need for Brian Ferentz uh, to stay on his offensive coordinator is still going so I th it feels like right now it's more of in that Iowa stage they want to build to that Michigan stage, yeah. and we'll see what happens on this field on Saturday. Last thing before we get out of here, any, uh, Nebraska quarterbacks, uh, like we said at the beginning, Jeff Sims, Heinrich Harburg, but um, we, it's as expected was the update from Rule today yeah, where he didn't like say much. But he did have a further evaluation of, of Heinrich Harburg and what he saw from him after watching the tape. Yeah, he, he thought that he played very well, composed and poised out there, um, didn't get the team in big mistakes. He liked those runs, and they got to clean up those penalties. Um, but he talked a lot about kind of Heinrich off the field because I think one of the questions was about if he's seen Harburg kind of carry himself differently or how has he reacted to kind of the talk around the program because people are really rallying behind him, local kid. You know, everybody loves the backup quarterback, and mm -hmm. then when you're the backup quarterback that goes in and, and helps 
win games, they love you even more. But Matt Rule said, hey, I don't want him paying attention to any of that. He made a joke and said he doesn't want to see a Harburger um, <laughs> anywhere around town locally. Uh, so that was pretty interesting, too, given, you know, the Jeff Sims combo. And, is it uh, Runza? Uh, amigos. amigos amigos yeah and so yeah he said he's handled it well though but he expects that and i think we all do because harburg is a kid with a good head on his shoulders that also is playing like he's got something more to prove than even what he's shown so far yeah and uh, the quarterback situation like we said tuesday they, pra they par uh, practice tomorrow and wednesday tuesdays is the first uh step to seeing who's going to be um who's going to be out there and i rule has always said he's maintained that it's whoever's has the best week better best week of practice at any positions um, who's going to be going um, the same thing at, at left tackle I think maybe uh, he today he uh, Turner Corcoran has struggled through the first four yeah. games he struggled most of his career here at Nebraska um, but he's been the lowest graded starting offensive lineman for Nebraska in several different metrics and Teddy Prohaska he got um, he got back out on the field against NIU for about 10 snaps and uh, he got back on for 13 against um, against Louisiana Tech, mostly uh, mostly in a um, in a role as an extra yeah, offensive that, that lineman jumbo, jumbo set. sets, yeah. which I really like the way they're doing that. Steve Mark has a story coming on that; he's been excited about yeah, the hell of a tease. About that, yeah, uh, but yeah, mostly in run blocking sets too, yeah. instead of pass blocking. So bringing him along and rule set maintain that's the same situation now. He said pretty bluntly, Turner Corcoran's the starter. Um, at left tackle and Teddy was bringing him along and we'll see how this week goes. Right. Yeah, which is pretty interesting um, because it, it makes me think like what is, what is he seeing that mm -hmm. people aren't seeing kind of behind the scenes at practice. Um, but looks like that'll at least for this week again that maybe Turner Corker will be out there as a left starting left tackle. Yeah, and like uh, like you mentioned, uh, Steve Mark will have a story up at Inside Nebraska later um, later this week. We have more coverage from Rule's press conference today. They'll be back out here on uh, on Tuesday tomorrow with Marcus Satterfield, Tony White, and a slew of players set to go. In addition to John Cook, volleyball head coach, Fred Hoiberg, and Amy Williams of Nebraska women's basketball, who uh, um, their game, their basketball programs are getting their seasons up and running. Nebraska's um, national title contender in volleyball. So we'll have all of that coverage for you inside Nebraska.com and on Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. So I encourage you guys to like this video, subscribe to our YouTube channel, get these videos dropped directly into your feed, including bold predictions um, coming Thursday, where we'll get into some stuff. <laughs> we'll, we'll be getting into some stuff, and we'll yeah. see what uh, we'll see what this guy and uh, Steve and our crew has in store for Nebraska-Michigan. So again, Greg Smith, I'm Zach Carpenter, and we'll catch you guys again next time.